Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> just, hey. like, just go. Hey, Taylor. You have Mel. Oh, my goodness. This is about to be really okay, good. Okay, all right, okay. Okay. What do you call a dog magician? What? <laughs> a labracadabrador. <laughs> Are you okay? Bork, bork, hello. Bork, bork, hi. Feels like it's been a long time, but it hasn't. It's just been a week. Yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the Floof and Papa podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm here with my co-host Mel. Hi. And I'm here with Taylor. Hey, guys, what's going on? Oh, we we're, can't actually We were waiting respond. for a response, but nothing happened. Next time. I hope you said good. In which case, good. Very good. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Are you pregnant, Mel? Sorry, what? Sorry, was that inappropriate? <laughs> I'm definitely not pregnant. I'm really like, if that's your choice, I'm really happy for you. But today's dog story is about pregnancy. Are you oh, ready? Good. Ooh. That was maybe the worst segue that like anyone has ever experienced. Because <laughs> I gave it about three seconds of thought. Wow. Um, please expand on that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I haven't ever been pregnant either. But good. I mean, I not found go- this story. No. Um, the picture above, yeah, good. <laughs> we support pregnancy on this podcast. Yes, we okay. do. I found this story. The picture above it says like Fiona, senior content manager at Pets at Home. But I okay. don't think it has anything to do with the story. Uh. Oh, well, lovely to meet Fiona. Thanks, Fiona. But like, cheers. <laughs> anyway, so this story, um, I, I don't know what her name is. It's written in first person, so here we go. Oh, okay. So when I was about eight weeks, pre- eight weeks, eight weeks <laughs> pregnant, and before I told anyone, I was in a meeting with a colleague, Angie, and her dog Chesney. Oh, I feel like they just couldn't commit to the full like chestnut or Chester and oh, Chester's and cute. Knee, Nina. <laughs> I like the name Nina for a dog. Chesney, Chesney. Anyway, Angie and her dog Chesney. So although the pets often come to meetings with us, I'd never spend much time around Chesney, so I was really surprised when he snuggled up to me. Aww. And I was like, cute, done. Love End that. of dog story. Yeah, Beautiful. Woo! Love it. Support it. But, largely that, I'm sorry. But Angie <laughs> was a bit embarrassed and kept trying to remove Chesney, but he'd just cuddle up again. Why was she embarrassed? I don't know. I, is it embarrassing when your dog cuddles other people? Maybe she was. I'm just proud. Maybe she was just projecting. Maybe she wasn't actually embarrassed. Maybe she was just. Maybe like, she felt like she was hugging the chick. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know where if, I was if going. If my dog with that. hugs other people, I'm like, well done. <laughs> I am proud of you. Share the love maybe in this world. Maybe she's jealous. Maybe she's like, no, you could only hug yeah, me. Maybe. <laughs> Angie, calm down. Please continue. <laughs> when the meeting was over, Angie told a mutual colleague that Chesney had a history of snuggling up to pregnant women. Oh. <gasps> I just remembered what you asked me before yeah. and I'm looking it up. Wow. See, do you see that sneaky yeah. segue, what mm-hmm. I gave you? Um, that I can speak proper English, so it was a meme. Okay. 
Um, I announced my pregnancy a few weeks later and Angie said she was so glad she told her colleague about Chesney's super sense because otherwise no one would have believed her. Again, like Angie seems to have a lot of shame going on and like I hope she consults her therapist. But like, Yeah, what's up with Angie? But like it's so cute. Anyway, so (laughs) the end of the story just says hormonal changes must have made me smell different to Chesney. Couldn't wait to tell my friends and family now it's my favourite work story. And it's really cute. So I did some research. Oh. I know. Uh-huh. Turns out, Mel. Yeah. Dogs can tell when you're pregnant. Apparently. Like, not even, just Chesney. Like, so she was eight weeks, which is quite early. Mm. Usually, I, I I mean, again, not been pregnant, but I believe the marker is about 12 weeks before you even start to tell, like, friends and family. Right, right, right. yeah. And then, like, longer for, like, humans. Sure, yeah. Because none of your friends and family are humans, obviously. I should know this. My sister-in-law is pregnant. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> Shouts out to baby girl. Baby, baby Bolden. Baby Bolden. Katrina. Shouts out to you when you get old enough to listen to this podcast. You start from the beginning. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they can, apparently they can tell like from as early as like eight weeks. Wow. So I I, like did a bit of like looking Mm -hmm. and apparently they can like sense it. So there's like a couple different reasons. Like one is just like hormone and scent. Right. So you give off like different hormones when you're pregnant and I guess you smell different. Pheromones? Yeah, but hormones, hormones, <laughs> not feral ones. Um, because dogs have such like a keen, I'm just moving along. Because dogs have like such a keen sense of smell, they can like tell. So even though like you don't walk up to someone and just comment on their scent, <laughs> like some people do, definitely not me. Um, apparently dogs like can like tell that yeah, there's like a yeah, change yeah. in your hormones as early as eight weeks, which really is quite early. Uh, but then you get a bit further into this like research article mm-hmm. I did, which is like, <laughs> what are behavior problems that might occur? Oh, so apparently we got some naughty doggos out there that are just like, you're pregnant. Oh no! <laughs> so they can like sense new things and like, especially because there's so much like so many changes when you're having a baby. Yeah, they can like freak out about it. Aww. So like, I found I'll, I'll post it in the show notes. Mm. But there's like all this information on like how to like look after your dog and like get him to adjust the change like they always have info on like siblings like you know like if you have an older brother or sister they like I am the oldest they probably like get you ready for a new baby and you're not going to be the center of attention anymore there's like ways to like help your dog gotta do that for your doggo yeah prepare and like human sibling one of the other things like besides odor is Mm. like your because your personal mood and like activities might change like you might be throwing up a lot or you might be um resting a lot more or you might be going to more doctors like things like that it can like trigger a reaction in them they know. They know. Oh man, they anyway, know. I things. just thought that was cool. So that I was love that. that was my cute little story about Chesney. Yay, Chesney. But also I just I was just interested that like I would not have picked that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I would have been like, nah, that's just a coincidence. But uh, like apparently they, they can like they really know. Oh, that's so or like cool. at least some of them do. I don't know if it's like every dog is like boom, pregnant. Some are just talented. You just don't need to buy a pregnancy test anymore. You can just get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> what advice? <laughs> Don't go to the chemist. Just go to your just local dog park. Get a dog, guys. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's even better. Just like sit on a bench and wait to see if dogs like approach you <laughs> or attack you or, or that. Yeah, anyway, there you go. Amazing, amazing. I love it. That's super cute. Speaking of clever doggos, do you want to hear about my hey, clever doggo breed? What are you going to teach me about today, Mel? Okay, okay. I'm going to teach you about the Berger Blanc Suisse. <laughs> I'm sorry. Come again. <laughs> Oh, the American heard, White Shepherd. Oh, okay. I heard Blanc Suisse and I thought it was like White Swiss. 
correct. And then my mind went to cheese, so I'm probably hungry. Uh, less correct. Less correct. We're not, not talking about the cheese not dog. Cheese. I mean, it could. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming Swiss next cheese. week. The cheese doggos. <laughs> cool. Oh, wait, say it again because I was being a meme. The French name? No. Oh, sure. Yeah, give it to me. Berger Blanc Suisse. That's very good pronunciation. Oh, merci. <laughs> Oh, that sounds cute. Is it cute? It is hella cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one and the American White Shepherd mm-hmm. are super similar. The, <laughs> as far as I can tell, the only difference is uh, <laughs> the origins of the name. Um, as in one was American and one was French? Uh, kind of. One was from Switzerland. Swiss. Uh, Swiss. Um, right. Sorry. Apologies to my Swiss friends out but there. But it says here that I'm on – what am I on? I'm dog – I'm I'm dog. Woof. Uh, <laughs> woo. Uh, dog breeder info um, is letting me know that the Berger Blanc Suisse has the same origin as the German Shepherd and the White German Shepherd. Um, Very different, and of course. I assume oh, the I American White Shepherd. Because I mean, na- they all I'd be look interested the same. to see what like decade these things were named. Yes, you know that's so interesting. Mm. Um, but Switzerland gets the credit for the Swiss Shepherd. Um, because it was the first country to officially recognize the white shepherds as their own breed. Aww. So they just claimed them. They're like mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Dibs. they are amazing. Um, so in primary school and high school and now I was the wolf kid. I was the kid that was like <gasps> obsessed. Did you read that? Um, I know you did because I've seen it on your bookshelf. <laughs> What's the name of that book? Like Silence or S- S- Whisper or something? The one um, by Maggie Steve Flutter. It oh, was called Whisper? Oh, no, no, no. Um, um, no, maybe it is what's going on. Oh no, I'm so embarrassed. So it's like my favorite series. Yeah, there's a series of books that Mel and I have both read called something, and it's about a wolf. And I can just picture like little teenage Mel oh. just like reading wolf books. I'm pretty sure part of me thought I was a wolf. I support that. Good, thank you. You're welcome. I really appreciate that my Don't identity give up on your is acknowledged. Anyway, where I was going with that, uh, <laughs> the American White Shepherd or Swiss Shepherd looks like. A giant white wolf. Mm. Wolf doggo. So. Such wolf. You may have seen on our Instagram a couple weeks ago that we were interviewing Kimba the white doggo. So cute. Who is, again, just this just wolfy, the sweetest doggo. sweet boy. Except when he sees turkeys, do not recommend. <laughs> oh, no. Because it nearly got pulled <laughs> off a track and into a ravine. <laughs> It wasn't a ravine. It was a small creek. But if I say creek, then you, you'll don't get the picture. Oh, it was definitely a ravine. It was definitely a ravine and I nearly died. Yeah. Because anyway. he's a good hunter. He's so <laughs> cute. He was actually really well behaved. Like definitely a better walker than my tiny dog. Yeah. He's yeah. really sweet. And that's what I've noticed um, dog sitting is that people who come up to me when we're on walks with their dogs say, oh, my dog's usually not good around bigger dogs, but like he or she seems really calm around yours. And weirdly enough, it's that's what it says in the description here. Um, that they're just good with other doggos. Yeah, that they calm other doggos. Oh, that's really cool. It's really interesting. It's like a superpower. Yeah. I like to think it comes from their, from their wolfy origins, from like spiritual Oh, wolfy wolf's like origins. really calm creatures? I don't really know a whole lot about them. I have no idea, them. but I like to think they are. I think wolves get a bad rap. Wolves? Yes, wolves. I do speak English. Wolves. <laughs> I think they get a bad rap. I think so too, but they're magical and wonderful. And yeah, and that's why there's other them. like big dogs, like like a white American Shepherd. Yeah, I'm sure probably get really bad raps because they're just really big. This is true, but they're just actually beautiful. Yeah, and people Gentle are giants. just judgy. 
And it's really about how they're raised. Mm. Um, like any dog. 100%. Any dog that's Same like, children. oh, this is a scary dog. Like a pit bull, for example. I know Oprah is scared like of pit bulls. Rottweilers. Oprah. Rottweilers. Yeah. Yeah. Oprah just has this sudden. Oprah, I'm disappointed in yeah, you. Yeah, she has this fear of, Oprah, hit us up. <laughs> Oprah, if you want to come on the show <laughs> and talk to us to about podcast, your fear of pit bulls, like we would really like to discuss that. Please. Yeah, let's chat. <laughs> anyway, not scary. It's about how they're raised. Uh, Kimba happens to be the sweetest boy. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just tell you a bit more yeah, about this do. breed. Um, they have so many names. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> so many names. No one could really decide. But one of them is White Swiss, which definitely sounds like a cheese. So maybe this is the See, cheese See, that's doggo. why I was like, cheese doggo. <gasps> and I said he was spiritual and he, he could be a holy dog. Oh, no more jokes for you tonight. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Producer Zane is not amused. (laughs) He shakes his head. (laughs) Um, Yes, so white shepherds, Mm -hmm. uh, they're known to be courageous and keen and alert Mm. and fearless. Wow, Um, that's a lot. That keeps them quite busy, I imagine. Yes. Uh, Speaking of busy, they need to be kept quite active. Yeah. Because they're big doggos. They're used to, I'm sure, in their history running around in forests is that what they did i assume so. I see it doesn't say origins like what they evolved from evolved <laughs> that just made me think of pokemon um i understand that evolution is a thing in science as well but yeah good just one. made me think of pokemon um it doesn't say anything about where the breed specifically came from um wow this is going really well my brain disappeared so. for a second. I'm about it. <laughs> but, yes, they need a lot of exercise because yeah. they're big doggos. I believe it. Um, but this shouldn't deter you if you live in a house with not a lot of yard as long as you are willing to take them out for walks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like you wouldn't want to put them in an apartment, though. Probably not. But uh, maybe just a small house. Yes. Yeah. Can do if you, like, don't have a particular attachment to your crystal vases and stuff. <laughs> True. When they get playful, they can get jumpy, and it, yeah, it turns into a basically gallop. as tall as you. Yeah. I think he might be bigger than me. Which Probably, is, I believe it. I want to ride him like a steed. Oh my god, me too. Like, yeah, well, like Princess Mononoke. We Does don't know that. We don't do that, but like we would like to. Yeah, no, don't do we that. Don't, it's not good for their backs. Don't, ride your dogs. don't do that. Shout out. <laughs> Just in our dreams. <laughs> um, it does say living conditions here. Uh, that they will do okay in an apartment if sufficiently exercised um, because they're relatively inactive indoors. Mm-hmm. I assume because they're big and they know they're big and they don't have a lot of space. But do best with a large yard and lots yeah. of exercise. But Take that's them out. also most dogs. Like there's not a whole ton of dogs that don't like a large yard. That's true. I was actually looking at lap dogs and there really aren't a lot. They're all um, variations of uh, tiny like Chihuahuas or Pomeranian or yeah. the various Maltese. But they can be sometimes the most energetic. This is true. Mm-hmm. Guys, keep your dogs active. Keep yourself active. <laughs> Love yourself. So speaking of which, mm-hmm. Charlotte, I segue a bit smoother this time. Yeah, yeah. Keeping your dogs active. Today, Ooh. my tip and trick for you guys is how to teach your dog to swim. Oh, I love it. Because, like, I have always wanted to go swimming with my dogs. Yeah. But, like, my first dog was a poodle and she was just not about it. Mm. Like, sometimes she would fall in the pool in the summer <gasps> and we'd have to, like, get her out. Oh, and then no, you just have honey. soggy poodle everywhere. Soggy poodle. My future and band name. My <laughs> Soggy poodle. <laughs> hey, guys, we're the soggy poodles. <laughs> 
Um, and my current dog Zola, mm. um, she's a little bit more adventurous, but she she'll like go to the beach, mm. which is cool. But as soon as she gets near the water, she like does the run away. Oh. So it's like very cute, but she's not like super willing to swim. No. And also Too my mum is just kind of like, don't get her to swim. She'll smell bad. And I'm like, I just want a swimming buddy. Oh. So anyway. So how do you teach your dog to swim? The main thing that I found on like a lot of websites when I was re- researching is just start slow. So right. they don't recommend, hopefully, obviously, just mm. chucking your dog into a pool of water oh, or into golly. the ocean. Like, don't recommend. Um, you want to start slow, as with learning anything, really. Mm. I mean, there's not a lot of things that you should just dive into except maybe diving. But, like. <laughs> except water. Except Deep not even water. diving because don't you have to, like, learn how to. You do anyway, have to jump off smaller like small things. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry, not the point. <laughs> um, so basically, like, safety first, obviously. So, like, just mm. because. You, you might have a dog that likes the water or you might have a dog that is naturally, like the breed is naturally a swimmer. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you should just like toss them in and be like, you'll be fine. <laughs> you need to like safety first, um, like make sure they're okay and they're comfortable because obviously you don't want to mm. chuck them in the water and just. I assume that means like shallow waters. Shallow waters, probably like being in the water with them. Yes. Like um, you can get doggy life vests and stuff. So like if your doggo is comfortable, you could probably put them in like a little life vest or like floaties just to make sure they're okay. If you have a doggo photo in a life vest, hit us up on our social medias. We want to see that. Um, so then it's basically says start, start slow. Mm. So best to start in like a shallow area where you can walk beside your pet. So what you don't want to oh. do is go out into deep waters where you can't stand up, let alone hold your dog if you need to. Of course, of course. Um, obviously we are, we are not experts on this. So like if you're listening and you want to try this, please like consult the proper sources oh, yeah, first yeah, and like course. read up. <laughs> don't just be like following this and being like, I started slow, but then my dog was like flailing around. <laughs> like, please be careful. We're passionate, but we don't know everything. Yes. Um, so like, you know, walk beside your pet, put on a flotation device if you need, attach a leash and like either walk slowly into the water or Mm. like get into the pool and just like bring them in gently. Mm. I assume it's probably like teaching a baby how to swim, you know? I mean. Like you don't, you don't really chuck a baby in water and be like, go, just doggy paddle to survive. (laughs) Like you just, you wouldn't do that. You would get in with them and then hold them and then just like let them float. Yeah, Anyway. Oh, cute. Just things. Um. We're all about the babies today. We are about babies today. <laughs> um, you you want to use really positive tone of voice. I know a lot Aww. of people think that like a negative um, training works better for their dog. Right, but like I think with something like swimming where you're trying to encourage them to do something, not mm. to not do something, yeah. you want to give them a lot of positive encouragement. So you want to give them a lot of like, well done, mm. good job. And like I know one thing that I've been taught when trying to like train your dog is like it's a higher pitch when you're happy with them and then a lower pitch yes. when you're not happy with them. Yes. So I'm guessing you – I'm not guessing. You want to use like a nice high pitch and, and be really proud of and them. And not like, stop drowning. <laughs> Yeah, please don't yell stop drowning. Also, don't let your dog drown. So you need to like hold them underneath and like give them the support and then like give them a go. And also don't let them get tired. I think people like try and try and try because obviously a dog trying to learn to swim for the first time is going to tire out more than a human just standing in a pool or standing in the ocean. So you want to just make sure you're taking it slow but like not overwhelming them. And then this little website has a post-swim ritual, Ooh. which says, like, when when it's done, it's time to get your dog out of the pool or, or boat, if, if you take your dog oh. on your boat, which Fancy I hope dog. you do, um, by showing her – this. I really like this article. It's got all female pronouns for the dog. I, just, I love that. It's very cute. Dog feminism. 
Um, so take your time to show her the proper safe way to exit so that, like, if she ever does go adventuring, she knows how, she to, knows get how to get out next time. Good. Which, like, I, hopefully you're not just letting your dog, like, roam around, but, like, mm. you know, my dog could get through the pool gate. She could, like, squish through, yeah, yeah. Um, like, the holes in the fence. So she was pretty bold. She didn't swim, but, like, if she, if she wanted to, she could have, like, mm. just jumped in the pool. Um, so make sure you give them a rinse with fresh water so that you're not, like, hurting their coat or anything. Like, mm. I think this especially pertains to, like, if you take them to the beach and, like, all, like, in a chlorine pool. Can't imagine that's good for them. Got to like, rinse that know, off. Rinse yeah. off there first so they feel really nice. And then give lots of verbal and physical praise, maybe a treat, because that's going to help them have a positive experience and think it was, like, a good time. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I thought that was really cute. I've always wanted to, like, swim with my dogs, and I don't think yeah. my dogs, personally, are, like, natural swimmers. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if you're – like, I know my friend, she has a golden retriever, and she loves taking her dogs <gasps> to the beach. Cute. Um, and she just got a new puppy. <laughs> so I thought maybe that would be useful if they're, they're going to teach little Kaya how to how to swim Aww. that like you you kind of show them because not all dogs are naturals mm. at it even though they might want to be go slow kaya go slow kaya be safe yeah yeah yay swimmy dogs swimmy dogs I love they're it. so cute like i always just imagine them to be really smelly but i just mostly think they're cute <laughs> they're so cute oh um i think that's like Oh, we've got time for today, Mel. I don't think I've said that before. It felt really professional. Yeah, wow. Thank you for having me. All right. That's uh, all we've got time for today, Mel. Thanks contact. for coming on. Thank you. Um, <laughs> don't forget you can follow us on all of the socials. All of the socials. We've got Floof and Papa Podcast uh, all spelt out on Instagram mm-hmm. and on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Although I believe on Facebook it's an ampersand. Floof and Papa. It is, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, and on Twitter, we're just Floof and Papa, all spelled out. All spelled out. That's us. Come say yeah. hi. Show Come us your dog photos. Please. please. We love doggo photos. Tag There's us. been some really good ones, so please tag us in some photos. <laughs> or, like, even the doggo memes. Like, oh, yes, especially. You know, you get those, like, little videos and stuff. Like, if you find any ones of those, we'd love to see them. So pass them along. Mm, love um, it. And thank you to That's Not Kind of Productions for having us. Thanks, buddy. Again. Um, Yeah. Have a great week, everybody. Yeah. Take care of your doggo. Take care of yourself. Go forth. Be safe. Love life. Bork, bork. Goodbye. Bork, bork. Goodbye. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes. We're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like, and a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh, yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.